You're now listening to Shot vs. Smiles. This is episode 20. Ooh, that was nasty. Oh my God. <laughs> that was gross. Because <laughs> now uh, my allergies, uh, my sinuses are messing up. So I was like, oh, it's one of 26. Like, oh shit. Who is that? <laughs> Who's that loser? Um, but yeah, it's episode 26. Shy versus Smiles. Shad E. Smiles. Man, we here with Ramel. Um, if you don't know who it is, you should know who it is. Go ahead and say something, my boy. Yeah, man. Uh, your boy's back on the show again. I feel like we've done each other's shows a bunch of times. But yeah, this is Ramel from the Nibia James podcast. I've been off, but I've been off for specific reasons. You know what I'm saying? But we'll get into that once we once the show starts off flowing. But I appreciate y'all he, he, for bringing he me back from the heavens. He mm-hmm. potting from the heavens because he got that echo, echo. Yeah, I was like, it did just uh, <laughs> sound like uh, God. <laughs> Hello. I was like, I sound like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that better? Nah, not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. You in there? What about now? You still echoing? Well, you you got the best acoustics in the home in your house. <laughs> ain't nothing to stop them song pitches. It's all right. We just yeah, we just got to just flow with it. Tweak, tweak yeah. it a little bit. But yeah, I'm just glad, you know. So you did, uh, was it 299, 300 with yep. uh, yeah, three, Night of a Ruckus. and then uh, you know, we got you back here. I was the, actually you supposed to be here like the first time we came back. We took that break. <laughs> my bad. It's not okay. really my bad. Our <laughs> bad. <laughs> I always tell the guests that like, oh man, it's all me, and I'm like, I'm acting like I'm by myself, like. <laughs> It's this guy right here. It's this guy. <laughs> like, it's this guy. It's the other guy. Hey, told, told you I I I saved I saved it for this this point in time, which y'all know about. But you know, for this point in time, I, I want to save it. Hundred percent. And I like this setup. Uh, this is what streaming. Yeah. 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 I got told about this like months ago and never delved into it. Man, it's our saving grace. It keeps mm-hmm. us going. They need to sponsor us. They need to. We're gonna, we're gonna talk to them. Mm. The the uh Anglo Saxons that own StreamYard, holler at your boy. Oh, the pilgrims. <laughs> Please holler at us. Right. Got some things to talk about. But anyway, all right. So we here. Um, we got an outline. Mm-hmm. But when Ramel's here, it's like, what's an outline? I know, right? But, uh, I literally said that. I literally said that right before we turned the mics on. I was like, "What's an outline? What? What? What is, what is that?" I guess we could uh, just, you know, kind of, I guess, check in really quick. How you been, right, my guy? Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's been kind of rough, you know. Um I took the first like extended break, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had like I told y'all, I lost lost the job. Took that first extended break, me and my uh co-host, you know what I'm saying? That's my guy, like my best friend or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He wanna take a step back so we can work on like the the additional parts of the podcast, like the stuff that we necessarily don't talk about, like the marketing promotions, like all the other important shit that go, that comes along outside of just hopping on mics and talking. Mm. So I came back, I did an episode um, right around with, I did 300 and then me and Lowe's, uh, Lowe turned around and did my first episode back of the new year. And then I lost another job. Oh man. And on top of that, three, day, three days after losing that job, I also lost my pops. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. so I've been to hear that, bro. Definitely prayers. So that was about a month ago. So I've been dealing with the, the backlash of all of what comes with that as well, like losing a parent and trying to figure out what life is like now without any parents. You know, mom's passed away in 2017. So it's, I don't have parents anymore. I don't have grandparents. So it's like, what is life like going to be like now for my remainder, you know, say possibly 70 years left on this earth, even yeah. I'm trying to get to 100. You know what I'm saying? Because Pops passing, passing was unexpected, so it's like, you know, all those feelings coming into it too. And y'all know I have 11 siblings. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like dealing with all of that that comes with that on top of the grandkids, on top of my aunts and uncles and all that too. And then trying to figure out, okay, like, what is the next move for me like in in real life and i granted yeah. the podcast is still like my number one priority but you know i go studio what happened yeah. yeah we talked about the echo earlier studio i got the full effect of everything that i need in there plus it's like my safe space to be able to yeah. a lot of this shit off so i'm in the process of trying to get back into the studio now so i can start cranking out more stuff and trying to figure out like what on the business sense, like what's next, you know what I'm saying, for us, like, you know, trying to get the the production company started, but also figure out, is this gonna be like, it's main thing over here, gonna be part of the, um, uh, uh, under the umbrella of everything else that I'm trying to get yeah. accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Trying to bring my basketball camp back for the kids in my hometown, trying to introduce like new ideas on how to revamp that shit, it was like, like a lot be going on, but you know, so just having fun. Like my boss was in town. I told um smiles about it, but he was like, you know, he had some other stuff to do. But you know, the homies came down, took me out. I drank for the first time since um since I was with y'all. And only had that oh. one that one cup of tequila then. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good about three months or so. Yeah, this weekend I kicked it in the overdrive. Tequila, Hennessy. <laughs> 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 my niece had some. Some liquor with a twist off cap, so you know it was some bullshit some going down. <laughs> Drunk crown, I think. So, yeah, I'm trying to get back into the, a regular flow, like being myself. So, but yeah. hey, I just told a shot about a uh, bottle of uh, liquor I just bought about that level, but for me being drunk <laughs> over the weekend. Bought a whole thing of uh, the, uh, the Lobo 1707, whatever the LeBron. Oh, LeBron? Yeah, I've been trying to get some of that. Yep, I drunkenly bought me a bottle. <laughs> oh, you opened it? Uh, actually, yeah. While we talking, I'm gonna I'm I'm open it right now because I, I literally was at my door when I when I got home. Oh, you? Where you ordered it from? The website? Yep. 
Mm. I've been wanting to get some of that. Um, the Jordan tequila. And um, I'm, I thought I'm going to fuck with Shannon Sharp new tequila too. Oh, I do want to try that. Yeah. Mm. Got to support. Uh. That's a special package. I'm used to my liquor coming either, you know, no packaging or just, you know what I'm saying, rip the box open. <laughs> But the fact that I was like, I need to stop. I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, you know, I don't do this quite often buying liquor drunk. I was like, I spent sixty three dollars on this fucking bottle after shipping this stuff. Shit, buying liquor drunk is expensive. Mm. These all do often. Mm. Yeah, that's why I told that Terramana up. I was like, I think I put look, I even put a little something on it. Josh asked me for a little bit. I said, that's it. Hey, I, I had to set this junk up. I had that Terramana for the first time when I did when I had um um Kaz and uh Jay Will and Nam come on the show for the first time. Don't take it personal. And mm-hmm. the real reason I got it was because I asked uh Jay Will, I was like, yo, um, what kind of what y'all want to drink? And he was like Delion. I was like, cool, but the night before I was looking for the Delion, I was like, and I couldn't find it like in my local store. And then I tracked down a couple stores and they was like, Yeah, we got it, but you know, it's like 70 bones, and I was like, I'll be <laughs> You know what I'm saying? At the time, I was like, I don't know the Knicks that well to spend 70 balls. Right. <laughs> I, Ooh. I, said, nah. let me, I said, let me go. What was, was it? So I was like, Casamigos or try something else. I was like, man, let me get this Terramana. Because I had my first time meeting them. Mm. First time trying this liquor. So that's all creating an experience. And she worked out because I ended up giving the rest of it to, uh, to Nam take. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. I had some some Duce left over from like the week before. So I was like, if that shit don't work, I know Duce will put it on the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was trying to think when we did that show. I think, I think, I you, think... Are, you already had that deal, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, he, which, look, which reminds that, me because you know about... That's, my... that's how he beat that system. He just said, I already had this, so I just brought the rest that I had from the house. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that reminds me, um, when I went to my sister's house over the weekend, uh, for her birthday, so she was like, she was like, Josh, guess what? I still haven't, I still have from like a year ago. Um, when we did this, I was like, what? She's like that same bottle, of Uncle Nearest. I was like, what? She's like, it probably got like, maybe like a good shot or two uh, left in there. I was like, oh, give that up then. She was like, hey, I wasn't drinking. She's like, you see, it just sat for a, a year. I was like, yeah, I ain't been drinking like that either because you know when I shout out to Uncle Nearest. Of course, I got to try that too. But you know, I don't when I it's go. When I go through things, I try not to lean into my vices. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like when most people go through things, like they go heavy into the drinking or heavy into the smoking or heavy into the smashing different girls or whatever your vice is, most niggas lean heavy into it. And I'm like, nah, fam, that ain't the the smartest move for me. So I try to stay away from all my vices once I'm going through things. But I'm about to pick my drinking back up. It's rough out here in this world, man. Hey, we're we gonna have to all get together in person. We can have this Lobo set with the 17. You know what I'm saying? You know? Oh, yeah, we'll have to have some of that brotherhood smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, what about you, Sean? How you been? I was like, well, you know, <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> you, my boy. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, man. I don't know why I'm always saying chilling. And then like Josh would like straight up call me out. Be like, bro, you went like halfway around the world. You saved children from a burning building, and you just like if somebody asked you what you're doing. You're like, oh, I'm just chilling. 
mean, <laughs> some people mind is like that. Yeah, it's like, man. But like, I saw you're on the news. They said you yeah, just got superpowers somehow. And what? And what did I say on the news? <laughs> How does it feel to have these superpowers? Just chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, how I do, that's how I do. Shout out to old Cliff. Shout out to Grandma. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Debo. You know what I'm saying? Bulldog life. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I walk off the camera. <laughs> I'll be chilling. I'll just be chilling. But no, I went to um Action Bronson concert. Finally saw my boy for the first time ever. Ghostface Jr. <laughs> yeah, man, we talked about it before. <laughs> white ghost, white ghost, face. white ghost face. Yeah, white ghost face. I, I look, I ain't gonna hold you. Um, the first, my boy Dave played him for me. Like, ooh, had to be 08, 09. I did not think that was ghost face. I was probably the only person. It's because I guess because I'm a big Wu Tang fan to the point I can distinct Tony Starks from some uh, Albanian white man. From Queens, I, I I can differentiate the voices, but when everybody else started saying it, I started listening back. Like maybe he do sound like him. I just don't hear it. I listen back and I still don't hear it. I think I knew of action around that time, but I didn't really like pay attention until like the ghost face ghost face comparison until um one train. Yeah, when yeah. You hear one train is like damn, and then you look at the the song. It's like nigga, this ain't ghost face. <laughs> because, because the crazy part about it, Ghostface fits perfectly within that lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, nah, fam, that's action person. And I was like, this nigga, I'm like, what the fuck, nigga, know about grammar? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> now that's the thing about like um, Baklava. You know what I'm saying? He, you listen to his lyrics, you yeah, yeah, you might get fooled a few times thinking it's a brother. Like, yes, <laughs> you might get like I said I'm before. Like, no, I'm like, it was a well, formerly chubby uh, Albanian cat, you know what I'm saying? So, but now it was yeah. cool seeing him. Um, Boldy James, um, one of my favorite artists, I put Josh on. He was like, Who is this? I'm like, Bruh, just oh, no, I remember I told you, I knew about Boldy from college. Yeah, but you know, like that Bo yeah, Jackson yeah. project. Yeah, that Bo Jackson, you, you talking about that? I was like, Oh. Yeah, he was like, he's still rapping? I was like, wow. Uh. <laughs> and this is nice. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, okay. Uh, Earl, wow, I hadn't listened to Earl in so long, but it was very interesting to see him in concert. It's very interesting to see him in concert, because I was like, this is something like I don't listen to like that. But he was very good at concert, even though he was talking a lot of smack to the uh, crowd. But the kids who were there were doing things they weren't supposed to do. Messing around with substances and staying in the middle of that general admission area, aka in the middle of the crowd, dehydrated, no water, passing the fuck out, just mm-hmm. passing out. So Earl was throwing water to the crowd, but Bronson was the only one who was smart enough. That's why it's not rock with Bronson like that. Very cerebral cat. He Nobody. said, "No, don't drink the water. Put the water on their head." He said, "See, they coming back." But the thing that made it funny was when he yelled, the reason he knew to do that was because he watches Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a minute, for real? Just like, just like every black person think they know the law from First 48 and uh, SVU? Yeah. <laughs> well, law and order, all the law and orders in First 48, you, you feel like you, you can solve a crime with that shit. <laughs> you're, a par- you're an amateur paralegal. <laughs> 
but you was in uh, New Orleans, right? Oh no, no, this was here. Okay. And yeah, I was in New Orleans last week. Okay. See, he always traveling. Like I, I think he said he's going to like Paris this week, and then you know he might nah, hit up. Either going to be New York or LA for my birthday, but I don't know which one yet. I'm. A, I was going to let y'all vote, but then when I told you what I wanted to do, I was like, you know, you were kind of excited. You were like, I've never been to a baseball game before, and I was like, uh, well, MLB game before. And I was like, all right, cool. Mariners and uh, Mariners and the Mets. Oh, going to a baseball game is way better than watching on TV. That's what they tell me. It is. <laughs> it is. So I was telling you, I was like, I, I used to uh, do the Akron Arrows games when I was in high school because for the band, we used to get paid off of uh, working the games. And then once you do with your shift, you can stay and finish watching the game. Yeah, that's why. Like, I tell people that all the time. That's how you get invested in baseball. You, Yeah, if you start watching on TV, it is the longest – Three or four hours of your life, but if you at the game, that 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 time goes by really quick. Yeah, I remember when I went to my first NBA game. I was like, man, this ain't nothing like TNT. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't hear because at live games you don't hear play by play. Oh, that's what that's when you realize who knows basketball, who don't. Yeah, you just watching yeah. at that point. But I was so high up, you know what I'm saying? I could. I knew what I heard when Jesus. Was <laughs> <laughs> I heard my feelings. I said, I was just so high, but I was in Atlanta though, so you know that game was a blowout anyway. But you know it's over like we was over like Thanksgiving break, you know. So that was my first time in, second time in Atlanta in all time, yeah. Second time in Atlanta, and it was like I hit my sister I'm like, yeah, they got some twelve, fifteen dollar tickets to go to the house game. And they was like, cool, we'll just go as a family. And we went, and we just, you know, so I had never been to a game, so you know, what I'm saying that was the experience. But you know, I told my nephew, I was like, I ain't never seen this high. So I, say, <laughs> I save my money to get a little bit lower next time we decide to do this shit. He said, he said, nah, fam, can't no, do that again. That shit did. I'm already scared of heights, too. Oh, yeah, it's like, that's weird, because like I don't like heights, but I get a drum rush from doing, like, getting on roller coasters. But I won't stand on the edge. Or no, like, when I worked at the Hyatt Hotel when I first worked here, they were like, yeah, we're going to give you a tour of the hotel. And take they, they took us all the way up to the... On that glass elevator. Yeah, and they're like, everybody look out. I was like, nope, not me. I literally <laughs> like turned, 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 turned my whole uh, body around. I was like, I'm not looking out. They're like, no. They're like, then you, they took everybody on the roof. They're like, yeah, you can look outside, on the, come on the roof. And I was like, nope, I'm going to stay inside here. Y'all can go outside and look, look you, off the you roof. You talking about the highway, the pool, like on like a random ass floor? Yep. Yeah. Fuck all that looking out the elevator shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, mm, nope, I'm cool. They're like, wow. I was like, I don't like heights. I was like, I don't like I that look. you can see the elevator from the freeway. I mean, you can see the pool from the freeway. It's no, not cool. Right. Yeah, <laughs> your, your boy be nervous if I get on the third floor, somebody third floor balcony. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't like heights, bro. Fuck that. I don't like heights mm. and cats. Heights and, I, and cats. And I can't swim. So those are the three things. You, if you invite me to any, anything dealing with them shits. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been, I'd have been invited. I float, I float, boy. Man, I'd have been invited to jump out of planes and all kind of shit. But like, uh, I like stabilization on the ground, boy. They thinking I'm trying to be cool at the edge of the pool. I'm like, man, if I go out there, I ain't never coming back. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm a nigga, like, like when my, <laughs> like when the pool water get by to the neck. Well, if I can't get a little nervous, boy. Or my, yeah. feet can't, or my feet can't touch the ground. It's time to go. Yeah. 
That's me, like, uh, 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 Above the water, it's like that's how bad it gets. That's why I've always been like the best, worst um child for my parents because I hate water parks, so they have to spend money on that. I don't, I don't like roller coasters, so they have to spend money on that type of shit either. So they was they pretty was happy with that shit, but I cleaned their ass up when it came to the shoes and all the merch, especially when I got into basketball. Because mm. that's when. When niggas had to, you had to go. That's when you had to hoop with all the wristbands on. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. See wrestling. Remember, you get, like, I remember shoes. Spending like 20, wrestling. Yeah. Spending twenty bones for three goddamn wristbands. Yeah. Jordan yep. wristbands was three, was twenty dollars. Yep. In I wrestling, I had the Raiders. I just had the Raiders joints on. Let everybody know what was going on. That was part of the school uniform. You get up before you lay your school clothes. Yeah. You put. I used to put my wallet right there. I used to put my money. Mm -hmm. I used to put my extra pair of shorts. I was gonna wear to my school clothes, and then I used to mm -hmm. put my rubber bands right on top of it. Yeah, you got twist them joints. Yep. Yeah. Gotta make it feel good. Yeah. <laughs> even if they wait, even if they hanging off your arm, you still gotta get a couple twist arounds to get yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause like somebody gonna look. It got a hit. Like the right thing got a hit. Like your Nike check got a hit. Or your it got a, it got a, it got a hit at that at that <laughs> angle. Yeah, like Jordan had it got like, hit. It got like, hit just like that. Like yep. Jordan had the the words on his shit. I think it was like uh, "You're at my mercy." Some type of shit like that. That bitch had to hit right there perfectly. It's like oh yeah, yeah. You couldn't have it like just choking. Nah, mm -hmm. you couldn't have it choking. You had to have it like look. Just hanging from the side, like you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they got real jewelry on, you know what I'm saying? And my sister used to work at Hibbis too. And now plug. <laughs> oh she had call her plug. Love. I used to love that shit until she uh got her, you know. Real That's funny how like we I love having conversations with different people, like when you're from all from different places, she's like, damn. I thought that was original to where I was from. I was like, nah, we all was living and doing like a lot of the same shit. I'm being black, bro. <laughs> yeah, black people, black people have a unique shared experience, like regardless of where you're from. Yeah, only thing that switched up is the language and how we talk. <laughs> yeah, like I'm from Louisiana and uh, Smiles from Ohio and uh, Shad is from Texas. So, mm -hmm. but either way, all of us had these same shared goddamn experiences because we're all around the same age. So we was all pretty much doing it. Like almost the same shit. Mm -hmm. The only difference between me is that Josh always loves to hear about that I got to go back and forth between here in California. <laughs> I got to go back and forth. So I basically, it was like, it wasn't even Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It was really like, dang, this is different. Like every time I went to California, like, it's so expensive, but it looks like they are so much happier here. Yep. <laughs> like the sun literally is always shining here. Man. When I tell you I've only had one hot day ever in California, and I remember what it was. I was on my way to um o Oakland International, and I had, like, my normal fit on if I'm in California. I had my jean jacket on, shirt, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just started sweating really hard. I'm thinking I'm tripping. Then all of a sudden, they say, sir, it's 90 degrees outside. I said, it's 90 degrees? <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced, like, heat. In California like that before. Not in Northern California anyway. Yeah. Even, I knew it was bad when... Don't, you know, it, don't it snow in certain parts of California, in Northern part of California? Like Lake Tahoe and stuff like that. Yeah. Shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. like... 
So Grand Theft Auto is real low key. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's real low. It, low key is real. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like different areas with different aspects and things like that. But yeah, like I knew it was bad when I went to a Giants game and they gave us sunscreen. And I said, it's that hot? He's like, yes, sir. You know, <laughs> you're going to need that for the game. I said, I'm going to need that for the game. You know, low key in my mm. mind, like, am I playing? <laughs> right. well, Am I going out to the field? Yeah, I remember when my dad lived in uh Fresno the first time we went out there, uh me, my brother, and my sister, my dad was said, Hey, so tomorrow when y'all go get groceries, I suggest y'all go between about six a.m. and nine a.m. because past that it's going to be hot as hell. We were like, well, he was like, no, I'm telling you, <laughs> y'all going to want to go get all the grocery shopping for whatever y'all need <laughs> between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. And best believe, uh, once it hit past 9 and we were like, oh, okay, our first full day, th- yeah, okay, yep, yeah, this is hot as hell out here. And then it's like 10 a.m., but why is it like 115 degrees? Man, you think that's bad? That shit was like that when I was in college. Like, you know, them college days, like if you stay in your college town or wherever you're from, them days can get hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. So it was like in the hundred, and we was moving. I was like, man, me and my roommates like, now we going to move when the sun go down. <laughs> and that shit started at like nine. And we we was moving and fucked around and got pulled over. Nigga, six cop cars came thinking we, we stealing. <laughs> I said, bro, why would we steal three college refrigerators? Like, what that's going to do? Who we gonna get that off to? <laughs> Who the plug for that? <laughs> right. You see all basically at that age. You see all kids shit now. You see a bunch of TVs. If we gonna steal TVs, why they in the damn boxes? <laughs> you got TV in the boxes, refrigerators, and I think a couch or some shit like that. Like who? Like we just who's stealing couches? Right. <laughs> like one cop came. Was like, what happened? He was like, man, we moving. He was like. That's it. I was like, yeah, he said, man, I'm finna go home. <laughs> he said, man, I'm finna go. <laughs> he probably looked at the other cop like, you coming for this bullshit? They separated us, asked all of us the exact same questions. Then they put my hand, my homie in handcuffs only to tell us that he was driving without, he didn't have his license on him right then. That was it. Somebody else, then they said, well, somebody else has to drive. I was like, that's all y'all want to tell us? Six cop cars came to tell three kids that somebody else needed to drive. Instead of just wow. leaving us the first time we told you we was moving. And then they was like, well, who's who's whose name's on the lease? I was like, ours? What do you mean? All six of us. <laughs> Shit. Like, I got the keys. They was like, who got the keys? I was like, I got the keys right here. And I got the keys to the old apartment right here. Like, what, what you want us to do? It's like, oh. Then they finally let us go. That's bullshit, man. Damn. Moving while black. And I hate moving anyway, so... My roommates did the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, Vegas is worse. That's about like a hundred something on a regular day. Mm-hmm. I'll see people, I'll see people walking around chilling, bro. I'll see people walking around like they be cooling. Me, I'm about to pass out. I'm on. like I be wanting to tap people on their shoulder. Hey, you don't feel that? <laughs> it's like 115 degrees out here. Yeah, that shit is aggressive. Like we was outside yeah. on the strip at like six a.m. and the sun was coming up then, but it was a little cool back then. But nigga, on the, at the highest, Vegas high as fuck. 
I mean, uh, well, expensive wide lens are also hot, hot as fuck too. Yeah. But you know, we stayed in like cool pool party type environment, so yeah. We really that burger was expensive. the most expensive meal I've ever had in Las Vegas. You said fat burger? <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is it so expensive? <laughs> Mine was we went to a restaurant. I think it was in the. It was in the Ari, it was in the Venetia. It was one of them, one of the mm-hmm. restaurants. It was a steakhouse. Granted, y'all know me well enough listing my episode. I have a the taste buds of a toddler. And what that means is chicken nuggets, chicken strips, pizza, fries, chicken wings. It's some simple shit like that. Nothing exquisite outside of that. You know what I'm saying? They was like, Well, what you want to order? I was like, bro, I ain't never been to a steakhouse before. I don't know what the fuck I'm about to order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna have to bear, I said you're gonna have to bear with the kid. Then, then you had niggas. That one niggas was eating lamb chops. Nigga, what the fuck is this? Nigga, I that mean. shit. They gave me a steak, a big ass prom <laughs> that was about about big as my fist. They had a group of fries over here for the table. That shit came out to a hundred dollars each. <laughs> I, like, I just like, what is this bullshit? And they gave me charging me all this shit. Sir, and I didn't even finish all this shit. <laughs> he said, I ain't eat a hundred dollars worth of food. Shit. No, no, I know what we were. We was at the Hard Rock. My bad. That's what it was. Hard Rock Cafe. And I was off because I was looking at all the exhibits. I was like, how the fuck you have a Hard Rock and you don't got no Whitney exhibit in this bitch? This ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. That's just like when it was here. Like they had Elvis and all this stuff. I said, like, all these black folks. There was no Prince, no Michael Glove or nothing. I think Prince was still alive at this point in time. No, no, he wouldn't. Wait. 20. Yeah. Prince died in what, 2016, 2017? Yeah. Yeah, he was still alive at that point. But even then, he still still should have had at least one purple suit up in that bitch somewhere. Right. But a guitar or something, yeah. Yeah, it's so like, nah, it's like the, so it's like the move. Then I had to get up and fly back to Dallas the next morning. Went to One Oak for the first time. Gave some random girl 20 bones for her birthday. Spent an unnecessary $1,500 on the table. I, as a group, I didn't do it alone. As a group. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I was shaking my head because I'm like, that's even bad even as a group. Yeah, because, yeah. wait, just... I'm lying. It was more than 1500 I think it was like two-something. Anywhere between 15 and 2, because I can't remember those from like years and years ago. So I really can't remember the exact number. But when well, shoot, I don't like hey y'all, I'm, I'm gonna head to the restaurant real quick. All right. That we didn't was, pay, man, we didn't even pay that one. I had my birthday in San Francisco, dog. The the table, the only the only thing that saved us grace for the table was we had someone to lay them blazers down because it got hot as fuck. That's about it. That was about it. That's the only real purpose of circle. By the time if you got a group of seven. Eight people and basically one bottle. That's about a shot a piece. Mm-hmm. If you even if you're gonna do a mixed drink, it's still about a shot a piece and a bunch of juice. So it's better to get juiced up before you go in that bitch. <laughs> but one oak is inside a hotel anyway. So mm-hmm. it was it was a waste of money. Just like when I went to Cabo, that was a we spent a, some money on a wasted ass table. It was Basically, what they basically did was got two regular tables and combined them bitches and called it a cabana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I mean, now, you see my, nah, you look at that. You see my face. I literally can't be careful. Like, what? 
I wish I could tell you it was something else involved. I, I mean, it was like a bottle or two of Hennessy privilege. That was it. Like we had four bottles in our backpacks. That's what that's what I'm saying. That shit was unnecessary. Like we was on the deck and below the deck was five steps off the deck was the fucking beach. So I really and then behind the damn cabana that we had was the fucking one of them pools where the bar was in the middle of that bitch. So it really didn't make any difference. Yeah. To get, you know what I'm saying, that shit. But I took some fire ass pictures though. He said, he said, well, I got I got them flicks off though. Oh, got yeah, them flicks but off. But it looked Dope. Fire. <laughs> no, 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 the the cabana didn't look worth a shit, but like all of us having fun in that element looked worth something. But mm -hmm. cabana was like, nah, fat that shit, that shit dead. Right. Damn. But yeah, what uh, uh, what uh, what y'all had on the docket, or or we even gonna get to the docket? I was gonna say, uh, how, 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 I know you you can give a, a good in depth analysis of your. Your uh, vocab is very uh, loquacious and things like that. Uh, how how you feeling about this Ukraine versus Russia? Everything going on right right now with that, all that stuff. Man, to be honest with you, I've been trying to like stay away from those conversations. Well, on social media anyway. Mm -hmm. But because you know what I'm saying, of course, there's always going to be a A side, B side, C side to every story. But for the most part, like this shit can get bad for everybody in any. Fucking turn of the event, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I just think about the people who like the Russian and Ukraine people who didn't ask for this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, think about waking up, and I tweeted this earlier because this is like my first foray into the conversation. Like, I read today, like a Russian billionaire got a million dollar bounty on Putin's head. So Dang. imagine waking up, um, like tomorrow morning, just imagine waking up. Going to the bank and you can't get no money out because the world has shut that shut your banks off. And then just imagine if you could get money out, mm -hmm. your money is worth one stream, which is a fraction of a penny. Could you imagine living like that in America? If you got up and you went and got two hundred dollars out of your account, and that shit is the equivalent. Of maybe twenty cents, <laughs> shit. If man. that, because the the ruble is less than worth is worth less than the American penny. That's why I said it's worth about one stream. Damn. Yeah, we all be rich, <laughs> fucking over there. Shit. One stream. That's what it's worth now, and it's only gonna get worse. And like, if you're a billionaire in Russia, all your shit gets seized because um, you're part of the that system. Mm -hmm. So you got billionaires from Russia trying to get their shit away from Russia right now. Like one yacht, one person is uh, the sunk a yacht. That's why I said that dude got a big a million dollar bounty on Putin's head. Like yo, like like they can't touch their money either in these banks because of this war. And it's like, eh. <laughs> then you see like the news where you see like you know what I'm saying possible. You know, African, and you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I was like, I was talking about racism, like with the racism, racism part of it. And what you see people, you know, leaning in heavy with that. But the issue that I have with that is like a lot of people from here that's leaning into that don't give a fuck about people that's going through shit over here. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's people that tweet that shit, but then step over a homeless person. 
I mean, it's like, we got do, you re- do you really care about the state of humanity, or do you really care that it's not happening to in your immediate face? I mean, the guy that's uh, head of the office might be <laughs> an ideal example of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or just we, America in general. <laughs> like, do we really care about that? Like, you know, we send money to fight wars, but you know what I'm saying? You got homeless veterans. Like, I don't know how none of this shit works, and I don't want to pretend like I do, like most people do. But I do know that if you... Because the, the the idea was to, to end the war in Iran, right? The Iraq war that started 20 years ago mm-hmm. was to get the funding back from that to do other things we're here in America. But now you finna get ready, probably for the most part, get ready to you know kick money to you know what I'm saying other countries to help defend what the fuck Russia's got going on. But who the fuck knows? Hopefully this shit ceases within a couple of you know within a day or so. I doubt it be then, but at least a couple of months at least. Because if you the Russian people, like how much longer will you put over this shit before you have an uproar? Well, you try to overthrow your government. Because think about it, like, your, your money is worth a, a one stream today. What happens within the next month when more and more shit comes down? Like, you can't get no sports. AT&T cut off communication from there. Like, there's no social media no more. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, people who do other serious. type of businesses. Bro, this war not even serious. You got bro. Other type of businesses. They can't. They they they, they can't even, uh get naked no more. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in the middle of a war as a citizen, I need to see some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see you some ass. Yeah, because that was like the most random headline from this I've read so far. Russian right. uh, cam girls and OnlyFans users can't log on. I seen a video of a Ukraine citizen stealing a fucking a fucking Russian tank that broke down. <laughs> like she literally in that bitch driving like it's a new Tesla. <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? If y'all wow. look, look for everybody paying attention to what we're talking about right now. If you really pay attention. It's like some real life Grand Theft Auto like stuff going on. It's getting crazy. <laughs> like the that first, whole thing day, is looking crazy right now. Russian paratroopers was literally filming themselves jumping out of planes the first day. Yeah, like it was <laughs> like it was TikTok. Like you see, like I seen yesterday, I seen the uh, regular Ukraine citizen roll up on a Russian tank. It was like, hey, y'all ran out of gas. He was like, yeah. He was like, all right, fuck you then. It drove off on some random shit. <laughs> All right, fuck you. I gotta go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I gotta go. Like this shit is wild, but I gotta give it up to Zelensky though. That nigga gave his Independence Day speech, and uh, the Ukrainian people is hey, they ain't backing down. I get. I don't know how long the resist. It's kind of like you see, you see X Men Days of Future Past, right? Yep. Like how many days can you escape the symbols? Like they had to keep <laughs> like you know at the beginning of the movie, right? They had to you know they had to take Bishop into the room. Mm-hmm. To, Take his conscience back to, you know what I'm saying, back in time to make sure that he able to get them out of the space that they in now. Like, they yeah. did that for so long until, like, that's pretty much what they're doing. Like, uh, Russia's military is pretty much, you know, running out of supplies. They're running out of gas. The communication ain't working. So mm-hmm. a lot of them, and plus they, a lot of them is like 18, 19, 20-year-old kids who unprepared for this shit. And they scared as fuck. 
So it's like, what happens when that last 20, 40% comes in and, you know what I'm saying, who really about that shit? Mm-hmm. They already, the crazy part about it, Ukraine already stopped one assassination attempt on their president. These are motherfuckers that's undertrained, don't know nothing about nothing. They just, they just out there killing all vibes. <laughs> like moving off vibes. And it's like moving off vibes. That's it. Like, like that's all they doing. They just live, they live in a pride and country and vibes. I think this will work. Pride, country, and vibes. <laughs> That's what they live in. They living off that line. I think this will work. That, like, should, that might be a, a episode title: Pride, Country, and Vibes. That's it. Because like they don't necessarily know, but they they told every dude that was between eighteen and sixty, don't leave, and gave him a gun. Nah, for real. Mm-hmm. And then they told regular citizens that couldn't get out, like yo, create Mazatov cocktails. Cause shit about that's to get not, serious. No, that's not a real strategic plan to win a, you know, to win <laughs> like a rag bottle. Mm. Like, mm. that's what window, you know? mm. What I just described with the fucking civil rights era. Yep. Mm. The white people, that's what they did during yep. the civil rights era. This ain't, they ain't how you see, yep, They were doing that tour. Look, they were doing the, the other black people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look, they were going that way. We were like, what are you doing this for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was no resistance. We were just mm-hmm. like, I just came home from school. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think what Amer- what America should do is that all I hate you. Money, I'm afraid of you, sir. Exactly. All the money that you sanctioning from Russia, give it to the Ukrainian people. God, look, say, you know what's so funny about that? Uh, it's been like this viral thing about things black people do mm-hmm. that we all do for no reason. I think that's really why black folks just look outside the windows. On the instinct, we just like, man, we never know when they're gonna start tripping again. I do, <laughs> I do. Bro. I look up, any, anytime, I get, I, anytime I get out of my bed and I go by the window, I do that one look up, mm-hmm. make sure everything cool. Yep, I, do, so I, I think it's like, like the, the fake layup uh, in my overhead. <laughs> you know, I, do that, dude. I go, that's why I, I, I openly say that is why I got my got me a, a gun during this pandemic because I was like, yo. If some shit pop off from like Trump winning or losing or some, these folks act crazy around here in Dallas. When you walking around, there, I need to. I, I need to have that fire. What, 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 what do you call it? Uh, shot. Uh, pole. Got that oh yeah, pole, man. We got pole. On. I say, <laughs> man, bring pole, bro. It's, it's a wild <laughs> world we living in. Like you wouldn't have never met. And that shit. And some of this shit ain't got nothing to do with politics. It's just the boldness of white people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that been emboldened, and like when I see old resurrection, boy, when I see <laughs> old, old boy slap that white dude like fifteen times, mm-hmm. I think deserve a medal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did because <laughs> he said it again, and he, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow!" He thought he was just gonna say, "All right, sir, you you obviously <laughs> yeah. have like a conviction that word." If it was me, I probably would have left because I'm not. I'm a non-confrontational person on every. Single level of my life, yeah. I try not to be non-confrontational. But I, I got homies all, all, all over that table. I got homies that would have ran down on him easily, and then I would call somebody easily. Right? I would have pulled, uh, I would have pulled a Jeffrey on Jeffrey. <laughs> already <laughs> taking care of, so already take care. Are oh, you talking about Bella? <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't started watching it yet. I'm the target, is, the target is eliminated, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. I haven't started watching it yet. 
man. Hey, I was just telling Sean earlier that the Blaze episode might be my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, but due to the fact that I got um, a series where I talk about the show with my boy Bibbs, I'm ref- yeah, trying to refrain. Let's make sure we plug it, plug it, plug it, plug it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bibbs Corner, Uncle Irvin. Uh, the Bella Review, we got the first episodes already reviewed. We're going to do five through seven with my boy Reese from the Mind of Reese podcast. And uh, they both do the Mass Outside podcast. Yeah, okay. shout out to them. How um how many episodes is it gonna be this season? Because I don't want to. I don't like the end really. It's gonna be ten. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we, we just did episode five. We just no six, six, episode six, six. six today. I'm, yeah, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to catch up. But what, what I really been watching though, of course, I've been watching like Abbott Elementary, and um, I watched the uh, Pam and Tommy on Hulu. How's how's Abbott Elementary? I, I've I've heard a couple of good things about it. How, how'd you like it? So it's pretty far. funny. I mean, I've worked in a school before, so I kind of understand the dynamics of what's going on between like the new youthful teacher versus the old, the old guard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I worked at an after school program, and I was like, the they had like high school, college, and they also had like the regular teachers and retired teachers. Like, I was one of those, like, pretty much like everybody had like Chris's role was. Like a person that was pretty much neutral to all of the shit that's going on for the most part. Okay. Yeah. But then check it out. But like him, like I was when you see kids going through different things and they need somebody to talk to, you kind of start to lean more into like the concerned leadership type roles and shit like that. But still keep your distance because so like for the first couple months, they ain't you kids ain't know my real name. <laughs> I told him my name was Mr. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be like. And I was over like gym, like some simple shit. Uh, so they'll go tell somebody that's like, hey, can we go to gym, Mr. Earl? They was like, who the fuck is it's Mr. Mr. Earl? Earl. <laughs> they come down there and be like, Ramil. I was like, huh? They was like, who is Mr. Earl? Hey, don't worry about it. Don't, don't just tell the kids to come home. Yeah, just, yeah, I said it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they cool. They know and Mr. Earl. Out my real name, but some of them still wouldn't stop calling me Mr. Earl. Yeah, because it's like, I've I been calling you this for uh, half the school year. <laughs> yeah. I was there for like a year, almost two years. Then I graduated. Then I left the city. <laughs> they were like, my man Earl, what's good with you? I, I know. Seen, I seen what's one good, of the kids Mr. Earl? The, what's popping today, man? Mm-hmm. I seen one of the kids in the store. He just looked at me. I looked at him. I said, don't you take shit out of here that ain't yours. And kept it pushing. Because he used to always come and tell me how he would... Um, Go in Walmart and just you know how Walmart is like it's big. Mm. He'll just go and like eat the food, like get the food from the deli and just walk around and eat. I was like, bro, you know that's stealing, right? He was like, nah. I was like, yeah, it's stealing, man. I said, so like, it is technically. I was like, when you see me and you do some shit like that, just walk the other way, bro, because I turn your ass in. <laughs> Got no problem. Turn your ass in. He said, damn, Mr. Earl, how you gonna do that, bruh? Damn, oh, yeah. man. If I, I do exactly what the crime say. If I see something, I'm gonna say something. <laughs> That's why nobody do crimes around me. All right. Uh, what about these, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, the CDC actually came down today, the, the NFL relaxing them, those COVID rules. Because uh, when I said it's a shot, I was telling them because, you know, I, I work for one of those football teams and they actually just told us, Hey, you guys don't have to worry about wearing masks at work anymore. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to keep mine on, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I mean, the NFL has always been lockstep in unison with with uh, with what the uh, CDC has said anyway. 
Yeah. It's never been like that. Like they've never hit what the uh, moves was for them. Whatever the CDC said and whatever, just like the NBA is more so in unison for what each individual state says. Yeah. So everybody has something they've been following. Um, I have, and plus it's the NFL offseason, so relaxing, you know, protocol for them really don't make uh, that much of a difference. Now, I don't it think is. the NBA is going to relax theirs too much until probably the offseason as well. Well, I'm, yeah, not surprised. I'm not surprised by that because you know, because they gave like, Yeah, if by the time August, September come around, if, if, if another surge, we just you know change the rules again, put those protocols back in place because mm-hmm. they already have a central idea of how it works. Now, I don't know what the protocol is going to be like when somebody catches COVID now, even even vaccinated versus unvaccinated. I really don't know what, what that's going to look like, but yeah, everybody's back, it's back to a free for all out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they expect their players not to be doing too much wilding, but we know, because we, you know, we are content consumers and we're also. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What sport? What sport? The NFL rules. You know, what I'm saying? Well, about the, that COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, y'all give people about like, nine figures, and you don't think they've been asked to? No, that was gonna be my point. You know what I'm saying? We're all content creators and consumers. Yeah. We know that you know the 53rd dude on the roster is making club appearances. We know this. Yeah. Like go so see I, I, this the third string uh offensive lineman that never plays. Yeah, he at club, whatever. <laughs> he's gonna be a club opera in Dallas tonight. Like, club opera, and then he's gonna have the biggest chain on. <laughs> you would think Jerry Jones really paying him. Then you look up his network, it's like uh, $750,000. <laughs> hey, you, you know what I'm saying? You got practice squad players out there doing the exact same thing. Like, they just yeah, – you get four I, practice squad players who've been on a variety of teams, and they just put, like, such and such from this team. And you really can't find them on the roster. Well, dude, you know what I'm saying? They say it's released by. Hey, me, me and uh, Shaw talked about that during that uh, last G League game when we saw the South Bay Lakers. I was telling you, I was like, hey, man. If I play for them, I'd, I'd be fighting like I'm on the team because these bitches don't know oh, who on the team. <laughs> I play for the yeah, Lakers. Oh, well, technically, <laughs> oh, you know LeBron. Uh huh. Yeah, that's my dog. Yeah. A lot of them do play for. If we're being honest, they do play for the Lakers. They just on two way deals. Yes, yeah. the two way players do. But I'm talking. We talk about straight up. But if you're not me, like, but if you're not you know, like, final until thirteen roster, nah, fam, you don't count. Yeah, okay. I, I'd be walking around <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I mean, they give you the, I mean, they give you regular uh Los Angeles Laker gear with your G League stuff, like mm-hmm. the Mavericks, like the guys, um, with the legends, they got Maverick stuff. So you can say you're on the Mavericks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why when they was like, um, LaVar Ball got three kids to the NBA, I was like, slow your roll. Hold up, <laughs> you got two for sure. We got <laughs> third as uh. In our Jello and Green. I'm about to say, I'm about to say Jello. We just saw him in Greensboro. Yeah, Greensboro's one. He's trying to get on the. Uh, now, when he get there, when he get there, I'm gonna be, you know, what I'm saying, congratulatory when he actually gets there. But a 10 day contract is an audition. Yeah, and if you don't play on the 10 day, then what is that? If you only pra- if you only practice on the 10 day, what's that? Don't appear no spot. games. You literally just practice. He didn't play. He didn't play that night. Yeah, he didn't play that night. Yeah, Shaw was like, because I, I was, I was like, oh shit, Jello Ball, because I was like, I was telling him how that's my favorite one. Like, and Shaw's like, you know, he ain't playing, right? I'm like, what? He, he's just gonna do this warm up. What? Watch this. Well, that the nigga went, went in the locker room. And what and the first thing I did? 
I did them like uh when your parents talked, there was no Santa Claus. I said, come here. I said, yo, Mia, give me that um report. Open it up. That man ain't playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's um he what Lavar wants is what the holidays are or what the Ante Kumpos are. Like all yeah. three have literally played in the league. Like all three Ante Kumpos got champions. I'm about to say Alex is in the G League. Okay, yeah, he's in the G League now. Yep. Alex, the only but he one got that ring though. <laughs> Alex threw me off because I really, because like for the longest, I never knew what grade Alex was in. Because like, I mean, he because was, he was, yeah, he was, he was tall like the rest of them, but because mm-hmm. he looks older than uh, you found out he was a kid. <laughs> he looks older than uh, the one that played in Milwaukee with Giannis. Giannis, Theonis. Theonis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it Theonis or Thanasis? The, I the think Nassis. it's the Nassus. The the Nassus. Nassus. He looks older than the Nassus. And Coastals that play for the Lakers looks, you know what I'm saying? Around Coastals, the age that he really is. Right, yeah. And Coastals, he's in EuroLeague now. Yeah. yeah. But he got that ring with us in the bubble. Yep. Before he decided to, well, before he went back overseas. And then the other two got their rings this year. So Alex is in prime position. If he wants to, I'm pretty sure. Could, to end, to up in, could end up in Milwaukee. I want to say he played for Alex. I want to say I would play for Agu Caliente. Hold on. He can end up in Milwaukee at any point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's G League, so yeah. Yeah. Because Giannis, I think, has done enough to be numero uno in that franchise history. Even mm-hmm. over even over the big O. So. Mm-hmm. No, he played for Raptors 905. I know it was one of the teams with red in it. And they playing <laughs> in Florida, right? Or they went, or they back in um no, no, the Raptors 905 stays in Florida. Um, the okay. Raptor, the Toronto Raptors are back in Toronto. Okay, because I because I knew you know with everything with all the protocols and stuff that they were not. They were in there. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, they was in Florida for a minute. So, yeah, but NFL protocols being relaxed, I'm not surprised. They really didn't want to abide by them anyway. Plus, I mean, it's between the the owners and the players union, and players don't want to abide by them. Okay, the owners mm-hmm. probably don't want to spend the, the extra money that it takes to make sure this shit is in place. So. Yeah. It's stupid because, like, okay, uh, I can only talk from my experiences at two arenas. Okay. Um, American Airlines said that they have the stupid thing where you have to wear a wristband if you're within, like, the um, first few rows or on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, I think they were telling me, the security guys telling me that masks are optional, so that makes no sense. Um. But yeah, the rest of us, we had to wear masks and all this crap. They don't even do the check-in no more. Um, I knew the the mask didn't make any sense when you started filling up arenas. Yep, that it's that facts. necessarily didn't make any sense to me. Like, if you're gonna fill them up, and you're gonna have people, because I'm pretty sure all of them people weren't vaccinated who were going to those games. Let's just let's keep mm. it up. Yeah. Only people, only people, only arena that actually was checking. Was California, and I know for a fact before Staples was oh yeah, and anywhere in New York, but before yeah. Staples was uh crypto, and I went to that um, playoff game. Yeah, you had to be vaccinated mm-hmm. to sit in certain parts of that arena. If you were unvaccinated, you sat far away from us. Mm-hmm. You're on the other side of that arena. Cuba yeah. was not doing that. You do a health check, and the health check was kind of like. You know what I mean? What a what an old man is just like lightly patting them down and they let you yeah. go. That's basically you could put anything on it. Have you had any 
COVID-like symptoms in the past 10 days. You could be showing up to the game hacking and put no. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, have, have you, anyone around you had COVID-19? You could have just buried your uncle that had COVID. No. <laughs> And they go put a mask on and go to that game. Yeah, put mm-hmm. a mask on. Keep going again. Go to that game. Like so. Yeah, the, that protocol was kind of stupid. That's why he, probably why he took it away. Because I'm like, you really don't know. The only thing that he's done is you can get vax, you can get your vaccines at the arena before the game. Yeah, which I think is the like. Uh, I was actually just telling because I, you know, I went to the Wale concert. Mm-hmm. I was telling Tan because I, I went with her and her friend Ashley. That was the first concert because what I think I've been to like three or four in the last few months. That was the first concert where they actually did check, like, nah, you got your, your vax car, right? All right. And they actually pull it out and they check it and check your ID. I was like, wow, this is the first concert I've been to. Like all the other ones that they, they put it when you buy the ticket that, yeah, you say, they didn't ask you that at Bronson. Allen <laughs> <laughs> and them didn't ask. But, it's but I wore a mask anyway. But mm-hmm. Knicks was buying fake back scores, and they was fooling AB fooled the NFL. Yeah, and on and he fucked himself up because all he had to do was pay old boys money. Like if I know, like God rest the day, my father told me something that I have that has stuck with me ever since I was sixteen years old. He said, "Son, never get comfortable doing something you ain't got no business doing." Mm-hmm. Like AB, you knew you was wrong, and you knew wow. you wouldn't discreet with the information that you that this shit was fake. And you owed a nigga 10 grand? And the nigga already know. Everybody knows that you're on a no-tolerance policy in Tampa at the time. So what's going to happen? What's the first okay. thing you do? I can, leak this, I can leak this information to the media to, you know, possibly do a check to see this nigga vaccination card mm-hmm. on open up. The Bucks went to bed for them all. This shit real. We ain't got no issue. <laughs> We ten toes down. We ten toes down with AB. <laughs> Came back. He was wrong. AB was wrong, and a couple other niggas. So all them niggas get suspended. Yep. Then you know. Then you know. Tommy was in that ten. That ten grand. And Tommy did not care. Over ten. Over ten grand, which you lost during the suspension, probably. Right. Yeah. You lost way more. Run me my money. And you fucked up incentives because if he would have played, he would have already had his incentives by the time it got to the end of the year. So he would have got that 10K. So he would have already got the, the extra M in his incentive because everybody knows Tom Brady's going to try. If he knows that you need incentives, he's going to force you to goddamn ball. Yeah. So you can get your money. Like you fucked over a million and some change by not paying 10000 That's That's called opportunity cost. Cost benefit analysis. Mm-hmm. That might be uh, I I wanted to talk to you about that. Speaking of Antonio Brown, because you've openly said like before the whole situation, how like yo, it was only one time I ever really went way too far, and then he turned around and do that shit. And I was like, I wonder how Romel feels. <laughs> I think he's like, he's probably yeah, he's, like he's the only person that I've ever criticized as a person and not the behavior. One of the few. I think he's the only one I ever did that to, mm-hmm. and it proves that. People, people be right. You don't want to be. But everything he did was in spite of people defending him. Like throwing candy dicks at people. You called a white man a cracker that you work for. Like you said, like, like you put Bill Belichick's business in the street. Like you publicly threatened a woman who don't have a lawsuit that you owe money to 
that was she pretty got much a problem on people money. Yeah. That was pretty much forced to bring a lawsuit against you at that point in time because you put out where she lived and her kid's name. You was already antagonistic with the police behind your baby mama and your kids. Then you got a, a kidnapping charge. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, like how much more of a runway can niggas give you to continuously defend you? And then it was like, with, you know, and I played sports in high school. I don't want to get to like compare myself to anybody that's done it on a professional level. But when it comes to being injured on any level of sports, you're always going to be pressured to play. Always. Especially if you're vital to a team. I play basketball. Like, you fuck your ankle up, they're going to ask you, can you go? And if you say, I think I can go, they're going to wrap that shit up as tight as they can to make you put that shoe on, tell you don't untie it. Put the hard tape on. Yep. Hard tape so your foot can't move. Let's put two spinners on each side. Are you good? All right. Okay, I'm good with that. That's it. They're just gonna they're gonna double wrap your shit. You know, yeah. And at halftime, they're gonna ask you how it is. And if you feel like you need to be retaped, they're gonna retape you and send your ass back out there. Like it's no it's no rocket science that they're gonna try to get you to get you out there the most as you know the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Even even if you couldn't go, all you had to say is I can't go. Like, don't start the game off with you know what I'm saying eating and then when the ball not coming your way you automatically can't go. No nah, fam just you just can't go from the beginning. Yep. That would have saved you and the books a whole bunch of problems. <laughs> but you know hey this is this is A B. This is the president of Donda Academy. I mean Donda Sports. <laughs> <laughs> He has, a, he has an executive. The, the, the 180 in the whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, man, how can two unreliable people depend on each other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's exactly what I said. I said. Both will fly off the handle at any moment. That's what like, I can only imagine when they start beefing. You, you know it's going to happen at some point. Look at the leadership role. When when he decided to fire AB or some shit, is a basketball team. Who did you make the president? A football football player. player. (laughs) So you already know this. Look, it it was bad from like day one. I I would have thought you to put him. You know, I'm saying, on maybe you you know give him some kind of you know entitled only job at Yeezy. Mm -hmm. No. And like I said, entitled only because you know it really don't mean no. doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Everybody's pretty much chills with Kanye, <laughs> like a creative, you know what I'm saying? A creative collaborator, some some bullshit like that. Yeah, it's just like me and my boy was talking about the Super Bowl. Kanye brought his athletic kids marketing or some shit, <laughs> and um, Kanye brought his kids, but he was more chopping it up with AD and all the celebrities and stuff, and his kids were like. <laughs> it's cool that we got Odell's gloves before the game, but uh, you here with your kids, bro. Like, so it's already kookiness going man, on. Man, Kanye is doing exactly what most divorced niggas do when they get divorced. They're trying to fuck that pain away and make their ex jealous. That's it. He's just doing it with a few billion dollars at his disposal and paparazzi and media. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I know plenty of niggas that get divorced and try to smash their way out, smash their pain away, whether they caused the divorce or not. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? When that reality, yeah, they, look, the only difference between him and them is he couldn't uh, produce a whole album. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You can drop an album and some more shoes. And of course, I ain't heard Donda too because I wasn't paying for that um, stem player. Yeah. From what I hear, it's, it's pretty dope as a you know as a concept. It's pretty dope from everything I've seen. But yeah, nah, two hundred. I'm good. I just wait for it. I just like when Jay didn't put his shit on uh, Spotify. I just waited. Yeah, because he was all here. They eventually be on there. I hate when folks act like I'm just this big Kanye apologist. I'm surprised you don't have one. I said no. I actually, I said I can tell you don't listen to the show. Because I call Kanye crazy almost every episode. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I always be like, yo, um, I don't know what's happening with Yay, man. That's don't it. Stop That's asking me like it. I don't know. Like, That's right. It's like, like people, <laughs> two things can be true. Like, hey, I can think, hey, I, it's crazy. And I don't fuck with him. But I can be like, yo, music is great. But I don't fuck with him. <laughs> Yeah, That's like it's always crazy because um, like two things it? can be true, folks. Sometimes be going hard. And I'm yeah. just like, no, nah, I don't. That's just separating artists. That's separating artists from art. That's all it is. Yeah. Recently, you know, I've been feeling. I tweeted this shit too because it's morally fucking with me. But you know, I've been like wanting to hear some R. Kelly tracks for like the past month. But morally, I just can't bring myself to press play. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't because I haven't streamed this music in years at this point. Yeah, because I was like that. That Black Panties uh, album was my was my shit. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in years, but I love that album. I've been wanting to stream the R album, but I just can't. <laughs> I just can't get the, to the point where I actually press play on anything. Yeah, because I I don't want to put no coins in your pocket, bro. I don't want to put. I mean, he don't own none of his music anyway. Oh, so. yeah. I ain't talking that's about that. Happens, that's what happens when you can't read, <laughs> bro. No, that's what happened when you fucking define it. Yeah. Because that's why also, I have... the illiteracy did not help. No, that's why I, <laughs> I have little to no empathy for him. I have little to, to little to no empathy for Bill Cosby. And watching this Pam and Tommy Lee show, I literally have zero empathy for Tommy Lee. Thank you! I have When you first talked about it, I wanted to get quiet because I was like, Josh hasn't seen it. But I have, literally, I have the first two episodes... I have empathy for Pam... Him. Because she was a bystander, but for Tommy Lee, I have zero empathy. You put that on yourself. Like I don't, I don't have empathy for people who put themselves in positions like that. Like R. Kelly, you beat a fourteen-count indictment in two thousand eight instead of your ass saying, "You know what? Whatever my because because the industry had forgave you amplified everything that you did (laughs) as if you were John freaking Gotti, bro." You know, the last time before, you know, when he was getting going back and forth to jail, you know what he did? He took his ass back to the same McDonald's where he had been recruiting girls since the late 80s. I'm 31, about to be 32 in April. Arkell's been doing this shit before I was born. There's no amount of counseling. There's no amount of anything that can get you through some shit that you've been doing for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Let me go hit up my spot, you know, to make it days, you know. You know, some crash shit, man. Those ain't even must that good to be doing shit like that. If you was recruiting girls out of Chick fil A, some niggas might be like, you know what? That spicy chicken sandwich does slap. <laughs> but you the leeway to fucking recruit underage. You and your people recruit underage girls, and, and niggas, niggas stop going, like, niggas stop going to malls for real years ago. No, nah, he's but he been promote like he promotes McDonald's like without even doing like 
with no sponsorship, no <laughs> compensation. No, like, no, remember when he went off on uh, that, that lady at the Huffington Post? That back real. That's my that's he, one of my favorite videos. He sat up there and said, <laughs> I'm going to go to the studio. I'm going to play some basketball. The McRib is McDonald's, back. And I, think, and I think the McRib is out. <laughs> and I was like, why are you always promoting McDonald's, bro? That nigga love McDonald's and the McRib. He love McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's like that. Like but I have, I have, I lack empathy for those guys because you put yourself in position to 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 be in trouble. Like Cosby, when you when you got away with that shit after your deposition, you just supposed to keep doing the shit. Mm-hmm. That shit don't make no sense. Like oh, like OJ never committed another murder. He stole his own stuff mm-hmm. back. Right. Man, what's a little? And he got held <laughs> up on that because they tried this. That was get back. Yeah. Because he was that like the charge that he got only carried two years. They gave him nine because of that get back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in Vegas chilling. Now he really in Vegas chilling. Still hugging up on white women. You don't care. <laughs> he really. That's another uh, problem. And he, and he got the audacity to be on uh, Twitter and other social media like it's all that, That's what. That's how I be like, yo. I don't lie. This is my I man. Love, is, I love OJ Simpson updates. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> right, and the fact that it's like I'm not even subscribed to him, but I just see your tweets. And I just. <laughs> I think the Bengals. I said, mm. go Bills Mafia. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> All your shit down. Now, granted, that's, that's another discussion that I think America is not truly, truly, truly ready for. But we always try to dictate life off morality. Because truthfully, OJ was found innocent. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's no need to take his stuff down. In constant, like Hell, he's not even uh, verified on any of that stuff. Check this out. Lawrence Taylor, probably the greatest defensive player ever, was charged with solicitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was caught and or charged with solicitation of minors, possible like sexual assault. In you know, and he is at every NFL oriented event. He did any given Sunday. He was on the Jamie Foxx show. He was everywhere. He's still he everywhere. He, he does what he yeah. wants. Man, he wrestled Bam Bam Big. You do what you want when you popping. <laughs> he did. You know, Dante Stallworth was given a second chance. Actually, after killing someone, got out of jail. On tech, got out of jail on technicality. This is why he got off. The dude was in the crosswalk where he wasn't supposed to be. That was it. Because Dante Stallworth was severely drunk. So they basically said, like, hey, he still had right right away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though he was speeding and drunk. Very erratic behavior, but does that matter? No, you no. should have been in the crosswalk, my boy. Mm-hmm. The, right. The man, the man was in the crosswalk. Damn. So, you know, that morality conversation is something that I don't have with people because we could we could do this all day, like Captain America said. That's why I don't subscribe to council culture. That shit's not real. And people starting to come around to see that shit is not, not real. <laughs> because what Kanye is doing to Pete Davidson right now would be considered what's needed for cancellation. What R. Kelly did is needed for cancellation. Bill Cosby. Um, we can, whoever you can put on the list, we can just continuously 
go up and down this way forever. But guess what? All of them have supporters on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's people yeah, that middle aged women still dancing outside the uh prison for uh Rob. Yes, right. Playing his music. Right. Yeah. I still don't get it. Like, yo. And council, and council culture is unsustainable. And I'm like, baby, he he wants your daughter. He don't want you. Don't you know what council culture is? Y'all gonna y'all gonna like this analogy. I thought about this stuff tonight. <laughs> it's the um you said you seen what if, right? Yep. Yeah, it's dark Doctor Strange. Mm. It's dark Doctor Strange because guess what? What did he kept doing? He kept feeding off the energy of trying to bring back Christine Palmer. Mm-hmm. Council culture is just taking in people trying to create a morality that people's comfortable, a reality people is comfortable living mm-hmm. with. Which, in a sense, nobody's going to be comfortable mm-hmm. in this lifestyle all the time. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Just because you know, what I'm saying, even with the rogue and shit, you could chop it. Now, all of us, me and uh, Cass talked about this on Twitter. All of our shit could be cut up and dissected into making us sound way worse than what we really are. Because I let Ooh. off, I let off some Meg jokes. I let off some 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 jokes that are making me seem like a colorist. I've let off jokes that make me seem like I'm cooning. I've let off jokes that make me seem like I'm a sexist. All that type of shit. If you cut it up the right way, you're like, ooh. But if you listen back, but they never let you. Mm-hmm. Fill in the context. Yeah, any of those clips they cut up never lets you finish the the reality of what the conversation is. You know, it's so sick. I used to do this. I'm gonna admit it now because it's not like it was ever recorded, unless Josh like had a mini recorder like in his pocket and said, "One day I'm gonna blackmail shot with this." But I used to say the most deaf comedy jam esque. <laughs> well, you've done the show before. Like I would literally be talking crazy right before the show. Then all of a sudden I'd be on there. Hello, this is episode of <laughs> like it never happened. And I the reason I started doing it, I said, if I ever say this one day, because it's these just said this a long time ago, and I always just say it because it's true. The internet comes back for everybody. Everybody gets a turn. Mm-hmm. Internet comes back for everybody. And when he said that, I was like, you know what? That's true. I even looked at some of my old tweets. Like I think about some of the things we don't say on here. I said, if somebody one day just wants a screenshot. Or just record us randomly. Most of us got that would be Twitter. that would mess all of us off, right? <laughs> right. Most of us got on Twitter when we was teenagers. I was I twenty. Mm-hmm. When I, I was twenty when I got on Twitter. So a twenty-year-old me versus a thirty-two, well, an April thirty-two-year-old me, them completely different niggas. Right. Completely different. Like, like uh, I remember Lo said that's the reason he. Deleted his tweet. He was like, "Nah, it was, like, it was just gonna be way too much to have to scrub the page." Was like, I'll just, just delete it <laughs> just all together. Just, just delete. It, it, literally to, it literally, people used to have like team dark skin and team light skin in their bios. Right. Nobody took it as colorism at that point. Nope. It, it was is like uh, this is me. My niggas just having too. fun. <laughs> like get them jokes off too, and nobody cared. Yeah, because yeah, everybody was snapping on each other back then. Mm-hmm. We used, to, but, I used to love having those, those sessions. We all get together and just, just start but, scoring on each other. Like, that was fun. This is the thing, though. Now you can't do that. Like, no, that's my nigga. Like, me and him are best friends. We were, like, texting. What I said on Twitter was a joke. Me and him are laughing about it in our texts right now. Like, we no, would get high. Thing, we would get drunk and just go at each other or just go at people we knew that we had rapport with on social media and just be having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just like, if I say anything to anybody on my Twitter, they'll straight up 
I can't believe you talk to your that lady like that. You can't believe you talk. And I'm up there looking like Josh, Mia, everybody. I'm like, these are people I've literally just finished talking to on the phone with. I'm like, I do a podcast with Josh. <laughs> Mia's literally my best friend. Like, she knows I'm playing. Like, this, I, I don't understand why you are so invested in trying to cancel somebody <laughs> that you don't, don't even know what you're talking about half the time. I tweeted earlier, like, me, you, like, us, and don't take it personal. I'm pretty sure a few more people out there, too. We're going to be like that next crop of media stars that come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody goes, like, right now, like, you have to go to Million Dollars Worth of Game, Breakfast Club, Drink Champs right now when you got projects or anything that you want to talk about that's coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like us, like, Dallas got that next wave of cool people that's going to be in those same type of spaces. Like, when you hit Dallas or you want to do the Texas uh, – Circuit the, the Texas circuit, you're gonna have to hit one, if not all of us. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when you know what I'm saying, as you start to ascend, people start digesting into your background to your material. Like, all of us going down for a week. Oh, yeah. If you can sustain yourself for a week, nigga, fresh and fit had some girls had a girl put a gun on a nigga on there, and they still going. Like, nobody yeah. gives, like that's what, and that's another thing that women take as dudes with podcasts. like I'm having to defend us like the baby's lawyer every other week. That's always yeah, I hate this whole oh he got a podcast. Oh, he probably just doing this, he's doing that. Like, yo, I'm really getting tired of this. It's like y'all making us like you it's know like funny for, for Josh, because it'll be like, well, we ain't like that because I feel like remember when the Popeye <laughs> chicken sandwich came out? I feel like that yeah. woman uh that was sitting on the bench with her head down. That's how I feel mm-hmm. like every time one of these clips come out like. I'm about to get told I gotta go build a house or some shit. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Like a little girl literally tweeted, dudes need to put down podcasts, mics and go build a high build a house. I was like, news flag, we couldn't build a house before we picked up the mics. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> bitch. Surprise. <laughs> do that shit then. Ain't gonna do it now. Right. Same thing mean? with like, yeah, go touch some grass. Well, we just touch grass and you uh now we're potting about it. What's up? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like like I said, we don't be sitting up here like ah, women this, women that. I said the podcast because again, it's always what I'm gonna say about every aspect of people's lives. It's what you listen to and what you uh, go by. Okay, yeah. if you listen to dudes complain about women on his podcast. Guess what? Maybe you should listen to that podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't got that kind of talk, bro. I ain't got no kind of leeway to tell a woman how to live her life or who she should be or what she should do or what she should yeah. do. Because guess yeah. what? Niggas that do podcasts like that, none of that shit contains to their to they siblings or to their mama or to their grandma. Exactly. That shit always contain the women that they have no idea who they are or women that they're not going to get. Yep. Or it be gay niggas that do that shit like that. That too. Oh, yeah, they love it. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't live to where I have to tell a woman how to act to get a man. Because I know there's some dudes ahead that's going to take whatever woman they can get. <laughs> For good or for worse, it don't matter. Like if you live and just live. Like I, I only thing I push back when it comes to women sometimes is ideologies. That's it. Like I push back on like the reality that you know what I'm saying you're. And a lot of a lot of people do this, but I say a lot of women do it in general. You're not exempt from pain. Like we're all gonna go through something in life that's gonna hurt us. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a dude that's going to hurt you, you know what I'm saying? Your parents or your siblings, somebody's going to disappoint you and hurt you in some type of sense. Like, you can't skip over that part of life. As much as we try to, it's not a reality. 
Jeez, like I just told you, I lost my pops. You think I don't want, I don't want to feel that pain? Jeez, if I can skip that, that would be perfect. But that's not a reality, though. But that's the only yeah. thing I push back on, like, ideologies. Like, a dude's just going to come in, night and shot norm and just change your life for the better. Nah, like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you know, everybody knows what they fucked up in. Everybody know that. Mm-hmm. People know they got fucked up attitudes. People know they're manipulators. People know they're users. People know they need to get their physical appearance right, all that type of shit. But they blame it on other people when it's, you know what I'm saying, conducive to, you know, whatever the situation is. But no, nah, like, that's just pretty much the thing I always tell Josh about, like things that we say and the things that we do on this show, especially in the early years. I used to sit there sometimes and be like, Bro, we had nothing to do with the conversation, but the fact that some fool gonna sit up there and run it back and be like, "Well, y'all didn't say nothing to object it." I'm like, "It's that's why it's, there's no winning in in like these the uh, pseudo cancel culture. There's no winning." Oh, well, you didn't stand up. What am I supposed to say? Yeah, and plus, a lot of people that tell you you should be doing something have really have no direction on what's next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like about counseling, nigga. Like it's only probably been a handful of people that's really been counseled. Like really, and I think like Louis C.K. is one of them, but he on the way back. Took him a while. Mm-hmm. But he on the <laughs> I way jokingly back. brought him up. Um, my homeboy was like, even after he's like, bro, don't nobody really care that Louis C.K. was dropping m bombs like over and over again because he had been doing it for years. Right, I was like, it's one of my favorite comedians. It was one of my favorite comedians. I was like, I was like, I've been heard him say that. In, in, yeah, in I was show. like. About, he's still about, funny to me. Talking about killing his kids, yeah. man. Like it's yeah. like, uh, like all this shit was in a comedic context. But you know, people who don't have like some people just don't have fucking sense of humor. For what was it? I forgot. Was a human patting um Oswald one that was like jerking off in front of women or something like that. Was it? No, that was, was Louis. Louis. That was Louis C.K. too. Mm-hmm. Golly. <laughs> was a wild, was a wild boy. He's like, oh damn, that was. Thank you. Thank you. I remember me laying back. I said, like, if you haven't, if you haven't done anything illegal or actually physically harmed some people, like some shit you say should just be brushed off. Because I like, laugh at one of the people that said something was uh, Sarah Silverman. And I said, I remember your show like it was yesterday, bro. Didn't you like literally do blackface on your show? Shit. I remember that. And they were together for a good while. I said, I guess they playing that together. That was a hell of a Halloween, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm telling oh, I'm telling But um, yeah, like Sarah Silverman, I'm like, I've literally listened to her. Like I said, I just love comedians. It's so, so, it's so, so every time a comedian gets canceled, I'm like Bro, this person has been saying this since this time. That's why everybody's talking about, well, Eddie can't come back because Eddie might say some things to a fan. I was like, first of okay. all, okay, no other disrespect, God love a talent like that. Exactly. Eddie don't like, want Eddie don't want to do stand up because, in my opinion, it's probably just don't interest him no more. Because he practiced, like he, he started at LA. he started at fifteen. Yeah, he gave us. Raw, delirious at 21, 22. And Raw was at 25. So he literally had a whole decade of stand-up. And then basically now, uh, like like I said, he go through LA and stuff like that, might tell a few jokes. 
Just you know, just see if he still got it. Just like um, my friend was telling me. Yeah. He single-handedly saved SNL from cancellation when he got home. It's just like my fr- uh, my friend was telling me she saw Damon Wayans. Same thing. When you look at when you look at them two, it's like what can you, what what else can they do? It's Damon Wayans, bro. Like we like we know as black people how appreciative we are of Damon Wayans. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Damon Wayans is the guy. Mm-hmm. Like and like a lot of comedians have these runs. To where like they do stand up, then they get in the movies and TVs where, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the Eddie had his, uh, Damon Wayans, Keenan, shit, Marlon had one, um, Martin, you know, you know, you know, the heavy hitters of the shit too. Yeah. Like, like Damon Wayans is on that list. But Damon Wayans is also 60 years old. Like, what else can he do? I mean, the whole family's still telling jokes, I think, except for Kim. I've never heard of Kim showing up anywhere. But, like, Damon, yeah, he shows up when he wants to. But he got it like that. Sean is a full-time DJ. Yeah, Sean Sean still – I seen him. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth about Sean. Now, Sean was just not funny when me and my friend went for her birthday. (laughs) He was not telling jokes that I was – like, Marlon is funny still. But Marlon's always been, like, the underrated talent of the Wayans clan. Is the crazy part about it, Sean is the more serious one of all, though. Yeah. Except Keenan. Like, Keenan, they say on In Living Color, Keenan was pretty much almost like a dictator. Yeah. Which caused problems, you know what I'm saying, as the show, which caused problems with the show and the network. But I got a whole book about it, Living Color. I love that whole dynamic of, you know, stars or whatever. But, yeah, it's hard, you know what I'm saying, being, doing stuff one way and then having to switch it up another way. But, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, it's kind of like athletes talking about who would have been what in different eras. Like Charles Oakley coming out and saying that Giannis would have been a six man is laughable. Yeah. Like Charles Oakley has went far as a basketball personality that his game ever was. He got oh, far. I think about Oak all the time. I'm like, bro, he was really the most like he like I it took me to look it up, even as a you know, amateur sports person slash sports enthusiast. I was like, man, I forgot you was on that Bulls team. They got traded. I forgot you was on that. Like, you was on that Knicks team, but I didn't know you was on, like, a good Knicks team. And I'm just going back, like, bro, yeah, like, I forgot you were even on those teams. Yeah, them Pat Riley, rough and rugged Knicks. Yeah, he was on there. But he, he got traded from the Bulls first because he couldn't score. That's why they brought in Bill Cartwright. He couldn't stretch the floor for Jordan. Yep. But Oak has got far in his, you know what I'm saying, post-basketball career just being basically being still being the enforcer for Michael Jordan. Being crazy. And being crazy now. Tell me he'll yeah, fight anybody. anybody. <laughs> I'll fight yeah. anybody. We're not looking at his basketball since it was like, yo, that is the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's an opinion I can value. I mean, because he talks mad heavy for, like, a person who went to the All Star game one time probably was a reserve or all time nine times out of ten he was reserve. This is nine four. This is nine four. So he definitely this is when Jordan was gone. So everybody was an All Star at that point. <laughs> so just, nah, like yeah, he, he talks like, a little too spicy sometimes for me. Yeah, the players of the nineties feel like that shit don't stick when it comes to that game. Like they feel like they ain't never missed a shot. They ain't never missed a rebound. They won every championship. Only one guy, and I I kind of get on him for it. 
Uh, like he really is my boy, and that's um Derek Harper, my boy Hart. Uh, every time I talk to him, cause we was in New Orleans, I, you know, I think I, yeah, I don't know if I told the story on the last episode, but I don't care. But every time he introduced himself, they be like, "You look familiar, ain't you?" Um, ain't you Derek Harper? He be like, "Nah." I'm like, I nudge him. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? He's like, "How's mm-hmm. that?" I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, this him, this Hart." <laughs> and I look at and I, I one time broke it to him. I'm like, bro, you played on a you played on that good Knicks team. You played it when the Mavericks were good in the 80s. You played with Kobe. <laughs> like I was like I was breaking it down to him. He was like, it is what it is. I said, you probably the only humble guy from that era. I said, everybody else act like the 90s were like some metaverse, some some alternate universe that we were that all of us. Only have fever dreams about that we were never really a part of. <laughs> yeah, and they base they and they base their whole argument off the the physicality of the game. That's it. Yeah, because you can hand check and all this stuff back then. They don't base it off skill set. They don't base it off how the game has stretched from just you know what I'm saying fifteen to eighteen to twenty to you know almost thirty feet out now. Because it was Cause only what like it? what two to three prominent three point shooters in that era, which was you Rich, Rich yeah. Mitch Richmond. Uh, Chris Mullen, uh, Bird, of course, and and then later on, Ray Allen came in. Yeah, Ray, Sugar Ray, and then you had um, Jordan on a good day. But Jordan didn't become good until like the mid to late 90s. At the yeah, well, he didn't get over that hump until 91. So, yeah, yeah. he was a scoring machine, but he didn't get over that hump until 91. But Magic couldn't shoot that well. Like, no, like everybody else was inside, like fifteen to five feet in. They're like that's what a lot. I'm of who was who who was like shooting three pointers back then? Um, Reggie, Mitch Richmond, Chris. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about in LA. I'm not talking about period. I'm talking about in LA. Yeah, like Rambus. <laughs> yeah, like Curry. You had the most randomest people on the outside, like Michael Thompson and stuff like. Maybe, that. maybe B Sharp. No, not B Sharp. Maybe. Uh, Let's say Byron Scott. How about yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe how about say uh yeah, yeah. Big game not cool, cool. that many. Magic won't pull it that many. James wasn't doing that for sure. So uh Vladdy, when he was with them on that check, yeah. that night he played in that on, on our team. But after that, like there was nobody like that. Magic, was, like, magic probably magic. was shooting like that in 79, 80. <laughs> he was shooting like that back then. Terrible. As a kid. Terrible. But, but as the time went on, he didn't have to make that shot, so he didn't. So Yeah, and plus if Giannis played back then, Giannis would have been goddamn if if Sean Kemp was a five, six time all-star in that era, so could Giannis could have been. Facts. And let me let me tell you why they they don't they don't realize this. The fact that there's more rules makes everything that the players right now are doing even more incredible. More teams. Yeah. That's another thing that people don't look at, too. Like, schedules are a little bit more difficult. Like, yeah, it was still 82 because, days, but you don't you didn't have to travel to as many cities. And then you didn't have, until the 90s, you didn't have the Heat. Um, and you didn't Jump have Orlando. You didn't have T-Wolves. Um, the Pelicans came right on as an, uh, you know, as an expansion, expansion team. Well, we took, well, we took, the Hornets from Charlotte. Charlotte became the Bobcats. And then 
the Hornets went back to the to Charlotte and then the Pelican name came to New Orleans. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was only a few like, the only the only thing that changed was Seattle ended up being the Thunder. Otherwise, the Supersonics that didn't even count because they literally just moved. And Vancouver went to Memphis and then the Raptors came. Yep. So niggas didn't have to travel that much. They was flying commercial back then. They just they, they won't it's kind of like, it's kind of like it's kind of like what rappers do now. Like they want all other rappers to come from the struggle. <laughs> when you really still don't have to, to be like, like people want everybody to come. Like when Jay Z went to London when uh, hip hop wasn't really prevalent there. <laughs> they want everybody to come from the struggle. And now you go to London just cause, like, <laughs> because they um, the label man put you on a tour. Yeah, they want everybody <laughs> to come from. You know what I'm saying? Broken homes. You know what I'm saying? Mama working two jobs, your pops went there. Everybody, that ain't everybody's reality. Circle the block. Everybody bring back to Kanye. Kanye. Bring you back to Kanye. Bring you back to Kanye. <laughs> and that and that, and the, I know you brought have you seen Genius yet? I haven't started yet. That's the one thing that he did bring up. Uh like I said, it's just so weird. Like even um uh Cootie even said. I've never, I've always known Kanye. This is, I never knew Yeezy. And I was like, and I, when he said that, and I, I lay, I sat back and went, I tell people this all the time when people are like this, yay. I'm like, no, if you remember that Kanye and this crazy man now, it's two different people. <laughs> It's a combination of a few things because his behavior has always been wild on a on on a certain degree. But the thing is, we allowed it. Money and pain, but yeah, money and pain amplified everything. Yeah, like we didn't give a, like we didn't give a fuck what he did to Taylor to Taylor Swift. If we be honest, nobody, nobody cared. I didn't we, care. We applaud that shit because it was because you know you know what's so stupid about that that was quietly said. He was right. Yeah, and in the sense, in the in the opinion was right, but the action was wrong. Yeah. Like you don't post a bum rush that girl said. Like, remember ODB did the shit too. Yeah, he like, said <laughs> he ran up there and said, I just wanted to say uh something about like I knew I wasn't gonna win no Grammy, so I didn't want to come up here anyway, so I can show y'all what I'm wearing. He was like, Yeah, he was like, Puffing them is good, but Wu Tang is for the children. Children, yeah. That shit was wrong too. Like, you know, we you know what I'm saying? He pretty much what he did to Kim, he did to Amber. What she got with like he was wilding on her, wilding on them on social media. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying they end up hatching it out. What they doing to Pete right? Now. I don't even know how to feel because one bad on one end I feel bad for Pete Davidson because it's basically harassment at this point. But then again, I feel like Kanye's trolling is failing because Pete hasn't responded. Yeah, like at what point do you be like, uh, it's not worth it? It's, it's pretty much. You're losing the, the, the battle. Yeah. Yeah. But now that's like the whole thing with Ye right now. It's just like, like, folks, I see him like straight dog and Kanye. I'm like, okay, I understand. Yeah. But folks get me because they're like, you ain't, you ain't really going at him. I was like, as a fan of his work and who the, as the person he used to be, I was like, I'm just more disappointed. I was like, what you want me to say? What you want me to say? <laughs> I was like for me to me to like where like I remember we did an episode like when he was crying and talking about how his dad almost supported him and 
he almost and Kim wants to board North. And I said that and I said, you know, I can't say nothing. I'm wearing Yeezy slides right now as we speak. And I'm not gonna sit here and then straight dog and I'm like, I'm wearing the man product. <laughs> Probably this was album on the way in. I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I was like, because yep. the number one thing, like when we talk, the thing we don't, we didn't hit on when it comes to cancel, cancel culture is this the hypocrisy. Yes. People will be straight up hypocrites. That's why when you talk about uh, you choosing morals, I said that. I said that's pretty much it. Is the um, we picking and choosing? Yeah. Um, cancel. Like I don't like I don't like having moral conversations about anything that's going on because we're all walking a fine line when it comes to that morality conversation. Yeah. Because so, what we say is right is oftentimes like what we don't support. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Cause like, like everybody, like, like Ka- 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 go ahead. Everybody loves Martin Luther King, right? Yeah. Martin Luther King also, you know, what I'm saying, if we speak, if we speak is strictly based off a morality standpoint, was also a cheater. He cheated on his wife a multitude of times. She yes, was caught by yeah, by the CIA. Yeah, he was caught by J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover, was FBI, like they had J. Edgar Hoover sent the transcripts of his infidelity to Coretta Scott. Yeah, look look at the transformation of what Mamba mentality was. We Laker fans, we know what it is. Mamba mentality was straight gunner, shoot it, no passing. It was deemed selfish. It was deemed unwinnable. But as Kobe retired, it became relentlessness, tenacity, all the all the. I'm saying it became yeah, it became like hard work. Dedication, it became a thing. You know, you know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out to uh, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> versus the people who knew what you know, what I'm saying what when they it used to be, he letting that Mamba out, which was he about to go score however many points against you and you can't do nothing about it versus, you know what I'm saying? It, it molded into something else. Like, and you know, and those conversations too is like, that's why, you know what I'm saying? I kind of like have not necessarily given up, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I don't think I ever would do that, but I've kind of, you know what I'm saying? Start to understand more so about like some of these breakfast club conversations. Yeah. Because when Kanye is doing what he's doing to Pete, you condemn Kanye. But when Soldier Boy is doing the same thing to him, Kanye is funny. Funny. It shout out that, to that was, that was the whole stupid. That was the whole stupid part. Um, like he was asking, and we, I think, like I said, I Josh thinks is is a just a running joke, but I'm like, no, I really don't remember half the things I say on the previous episodes. Nobody. Knows. I, thank you. Um, <laughs> I was sitting there like. No real billionaire ever carries a big stack of money because he kept asking where your bankroll's at, where your stack's at. And I'm like, he's Kanye West. It's very well established that he is worth a billion dollars to where he doesn't have to carry that type of money on him. So you'll know that he has the money. Even, <laughs> but even, everybody was up there eating it up. Talking about, ha, that's funny. Even that conversation, like, you tell poor or you you tell poor people, you tell up and coming black people, you tell rappers what they can and cannot wear based off of what a what a what a billionaire wears. Yeah. But you don't mention that the billionaires have six, seven hundred, eight, you know what I'm saying, uh two, three hundred million dollar homes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Their shirts may not be Gucci, but it come it come from a designer where the shirts cost four hundred, four and five hundred dollars too. Mm-hmm. Like that's hypocritical. I just feel like you can't tell people what to do with their money if you're not trying to help in the best way. Like 
me, and I've been a victim of this in the past. Like you see, like somebody donate money to like a school or a cause. Yeah. And somebody like, well, that's nothing to them. Like, but are you doing anything? What do you? Well, yeah. And I always ask that. It's just like um, what we talk about, like on the show, our probably most. And it's weird that this is the hot topic or controversial topic that we talk about voting. 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 Yeah. I'll bring it up and I'll be like, yo, because um, finally somebody, because I, I always said, I don't think nobody realized we listen to this show. Folks be like, man, I would never vote for the president. You know, I, da, 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 I don't vote for this, I don't vote for that. And I said, I never tell you to vote for the president or any of these other things. What I do tell you is when it comes to your local elections, especially like um, the governor's race and everything like that. I said, the reason that Greg Abbott keeps doing what he's doing is because People like you who say it don't matter that your vote doesn't matter and that you don't do this, he knows you're stupid enough to sit at home while he gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah, I always <laughs> like, I always encourage people to vote just simply based off the fact that there's people that fought and died for, for the cause. You yeah. even have that option. Option, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least honor those people enough to get your ass out there. And you only have to leave in certain cases. Like they'll send a ballot to your house. Yep, thanks. And but they trying to stop that too, but that's another subject. But no, my thing is this. I was like, Greg Abbott, my like I said, my favorite example is always this. When I read that he was denying or limiting disability for disabled people, and that man is in a wheelchair. I said he's trying to tighten up the borders and all that stuff like that. When the snowstorms happen. He was the one denying funds and denying everything to where we were all stuck. With those who were affected, stuck. Then he comes out with the thing talking about if your kid is trans or this or whatever, it's considered child abuse. And I said, the reason he keeps doing this thing is because at the end of the day, every time you say, why am I going to vote for this person? I don't care about this. I don't care about that. He gets giddy. I'm like, he's like, he's like they gonna, look, they're going to keep bringing me back. I'm going to do more stuff. He might as well start thanking you for not voting. I want to as well because at this point I was just like, but you can't sit your ass on social media and say Texas need to change and you ain't willing to do it, and you ain't willing to do nothing. Even if I mean, you're not that, willing, it's cool to, to complain. Even if you're not willing to vote, right? Like, yeah. in turn, like somebody like Shaq, right? Let's take let's take Shaq for example. I don't give a fuck what Shaq's politics is. You know why? Because he's out there doing the work, doing the work. He buying. Yeah. He literally. He, he literally just bought trucks for well, guys yeah. who simply just took. No, no, no. That's this is another story. Oh. For former teammates who used to make sure they picked them up and dropped them off from practice. Then he did the thing for the family where he took them out for the whole day and then bought them a new family car. That's doing the work, or like when he walked up on a random dude and and, and paid off his engagement ring, or seen a kid in the store who didn't have a bike and bought him a bike. Some people might think that ain't nothing, but for some people, that's a life-changing experience. Yeah. That's somebody that I look to, you know what I'm saying, when I'm thinking about, okay, what's the next steps about how I'm going to be a service to people in my life? Even though I don't have nowhere near the money that Shaq has, it don't have to be about the money. It could just be about the action. The effort, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, people are complaining about what Shaq doing. Like, And Shaq don't put it on video. He don't tell nobody. You hear from like, the the people that happened to you don't hear from him 
Like during COVID, I mean, yeah. During COVID, I think it was last summer or earlier. I think it was this summer or last summer. All his favorite restaurants in Atlanta, he got he partnered with the general to give them all ten thousand dollar grants. Because he said they always treat him well when they go into those restaurants. They always treat him well. They always feed him right. Bro, that shit ain't got nothing to do with politics at that point. But so I mean, if you're not gonna be involved, say the weirdo part is though. Yeah, if you're not gonna be people involved, get that type of money, that's the last thing they would think to do. Yes. Like for me, like I like I talked to Josh about this. I was like, that's the first thing I said. If we, I said if we ever got monetized as um well now I'm gonna stop using the word. This is when I use the word if I said when we get monetized when things are going right, I said I would I would be remiss not to do something in Oak Cliff and for you and I would look at you crazy if you didn't even think about doing something in Akron. Yeah, I mean Auburn LeBron have, can't be the only dude doing something in Akron. I was like, you you from there too. Auburn <laughs> have plans in place for when you know what I'm saying this you know, so all of us pop off like like we intend to. I already have plans in place. I know what I'm gonna do. Like, yeah, I already have all that put in place as to where like I'm gonna help. You know, what I'm saying usher in the next group of creatives. Um, put you know, what I'm saying opportunities in where I grew up from. Like all this in place. It's just like, <laughs> and speaking of yay, all we need is the infrastructure. If I can get that and the and the consistent money flowing in, everything else is done. Exactly, but now nah, folks don't. But folks don't see that part. Like, pfft, let's break down the stuff that um Kanye actually is doing. He's not like going off the deep end about Pete Davidson or whatever. He still has like Donda's house. Now he's just started this Donda um academy where these young men get to basically. I mean, it's not like they struggling. They up there wearing exclusive Yeezys and <laughs> and all that stuff, traveling around the country. And I'm sure they're not paying for it. Even just look at the Donda album. Like, look at the people that he put on there. Well, I haven't heard two because we ain't got that stem player. But look at the ones he put on the first one to give them opportunities. Like, yes, yeah, Shane Seal was bubbling, but you didn't think a Donda, you know, feature helped? Yeah. You didn't think play, even though everybody knows, a lot of people know who play Cardi is, you don't think a, a Donda feature helped or a Fabio? You don't think that helped? Because, like, on no. this one, you got Migos, you got uh, Jack Harlow. You don't think that, like that Jack Harlow just got cast as being in the new white man can't jump? Yeah. Don't know how this gonna turn out. I wish it the best, but you know, I ain't never seen Jack Harlow acting anything. And plus, White Man Can't Jump is a fucking classic. Classic. Wesley. Wesley, before we found out about him. Speaking of cancer culture, man falsified <laughs> falsified documents saying he was South African, uh tax evasion, a lot of stuff. Man, come on. Hey man. People can say whatever they want to say about Wesley, but Wesley deserves two things. He deserves a statue or a soundstage named after him in the Marvel Studios, and he deserves a, a old man's offer. Because the fact that Blade is not officially in the Marvel Universe is still a crime. And he deserves a old man Blade, like an old man Logan type story to send him out the right way. Yeah, like, I mean, no offense, no offense to Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I've seen all of the blades. No offense to Mahershala Ali, but it's like, come on, bro. What's the I mean, I ain't got no problem with Mahershala Ali, but I'm, what I'm saying is, they tried to set up another movie with Blade Three, and we know Blade didn't die at the end of Blade Three. He's just out there somewhere. 
like an old man Blake, like an old man Logan, like they did with Wolverine, gave him a proper send-off with Charles Xavier with X23. Blade don't deserve that. The the person that popped us into what Marvel is that we know it is now. Because whether you wanna whether you wanna acknowledge Blade as you know the stepping stone, Blade 2 is also received is like in top 10 like best comic book movies ever for most people. That's best. Um, what is it? My favorite movies from him, probably not even like his most prevalent. I liked him at Shadow and Mo Better, Mo Better Blues. Like a lot of people like Mo Better Blues. A lot of people like Jungle Fever. Like um, I'm a huge fan of Passenger Fifty Seven for some strange ass reason. <laughs> <laughs> he was good in that movie. I ain't gonna lie, he was good in that movie. I love Passenger Fifty Seven, <laughs> man. Uh, I like, of course, I like New Jack. Uh, he got some, he got some shit under his belt, man. I liked him in Dolomite. You know, My, uh, another random movie I like him in Willie Mays Hayes <laughs> in Major League. I still hate what was it, the second one or the third one where they replaced him with Omar Epps? That was the second one. Oh, that made me mad because <laughs> Omar, now you're talking about a, a movie athlete. I think Omar Epps has literally played every sport, even ran track. Yeah, he ran track in uh, higher learning. <laughs> he ran track. Yeah, he played basketball multiple times. Um, played baseball. He probably was a football player in a movie, <laughs> if right. I really think about it. Nah, I was going to say Makai Pfeiffer, too, but nah, I don't remember him playing all the sports. No, I just remember him being in O. Yeah, he was a basketball player in O. That's some wild shit. That was a wild-ass yeah. movie. And I still laugh because I was like, well, maybe because I'm just well read like that. I said, Y'all know what that's based off of, right? No. I'm like, The Shakespearean play of the Othello. What? No, like, yeah. It's just a modern. That's basically all they did in the 90s was take Shakespearean plays and set them in the 90s so you could understand what was going on. Basically, they West Side storied everything in the 90s. Yeah, I thought about. Um... Goofy ass Romeo and Juliet the other day. The one with Jale Wazamo in it? Oh, just the whole story. Oh, just the whole story. How uh Romeo killed himself because he thought Julio uh Julia uh Juliet killed herself, but she was still alive. And then she doubled back. Yeah, he thought that she drank the poison. He kissed her lips to try to drink the poison, but it wasn't enough. So well, he did drink the poison, my bad. So she wakes up out of her sleep, kisses him, thinking it's enough poison left. It ain't enough. Stabs herself in the stomach. Yeah, <laughs> she double <definitely does. laughs> And they look, West Side Story, nor the uh, Romeo and Juliet movie ended like that. Oh, I wanted to get with smiles on this, but the Batman comes out today. Uh, today, yeah, I'm gonna wait um, to. Five dollar Tuesday to go see it, but from all the reviews, is 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 they talking goldish type Batman movie? Yeah, I heard that too. If I don't go tomorrow, I probably will go today. Let me look at Alamo L. Because um, who is that? I usually go with my best friend, but since they about to have his baby, he pretty much was like, "You may want to go by yourself." Yeah, I'm going on Five Dollar Tuesday. Matter of fact. 
Uh, yeah, if I, I could go to, I'd have to leave right now. <laughs> That's the worst. Nah, Cedar, has got one at five forty. I'm pretty and sure then, I, I go to uh Studio Movie Grill by the crib. Cause seven, seven forty-five, eight, and nine is pretty much packed. I'm, I'm bad. All these bitches sold out on my side. Yeah, so I'm they got. Let's see what five, not five, ain't sold. They don't look like they sold out, but I just don't want to pay that twelve dollars for a ticket. I can't go tomorrow because, like I said, um, the barber I finally found, um, she. She does do cancellations and I already prepaid for my haircut. So I gotta be there at noon. So I'll probably go after that. I don't know. I'll probably go after that. If she finished on time, I'll go after that. All right, man. Uh, of course, you can follow the podcast at, at the Inebriated Genius on um IG. I'm trying to get the Twitter working, but you know what I'm saying? I'll be I've been fucked that up a couple times, but I get that up soon. You can all, it's also a Facebook page dedicated to, but I don't know how to work that shit. So I figured Man, out. Man, holler at me about Facebook because our podcast runs through Facebook like the recordings mm-hmm. and all that. And I also heard that Twitter about to get a, uh, a podcast tab. So we about to be so up we in about there to do that too. Yeah. As soon as we possibly can. Um, yeah, just catch up on all the episodes. We're streaming on, uh, of course, all the big dogs, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, um, if you like audible audio books, we're on Audible. Um, if you like, yeah, if you can't afford none of that, guess what? We're also streaming on Pandora too for the free ski. So you really ain't got no uh, excuse on where you can't find us. Oh, and if you don't want to do that, you don't want to download no apps. You can Google us. Guess what? Because we're on Google Podcast too. If you got Amazon Prime, guess what? We on Prime Music as well. Like pretty much wherever you can get a podcast, we there. And some form or capacity, even one of them off brand ass shits you ain't never heard of before. You know, we on, um, I think we're on Stitcher as well. I remember Stitcher was popping in the podcast community at 1.2. So, yeah, we're there too. Um, be on the lookout for some new episodes soon, man. You know, um, I love getting in that studio, I love talking my shit, man. Also, what I'm also trying to do is get on some more platforms, you know, what I'm saying to grow. You know, I've been on. Uh, luckily, y'all was able to throw me this live. You know what I'm saying? Low through me the live for uh, the 300 episode. I need to get with Josh and Cass, so I, uh, Jay Will and Cass, so I can uh, see how I can get up on there because I'm old. I'm, I'm old, a road game from them. So, you know, they did buy, so I got to do there. So I owe that. Um, I'm all, it's a few more that I need to get on to around town. Um, we're going to be reaching out to see, you know, who would y'all prefer to hear us talk to? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, and Shaw can tell you, like, niggas, niggas is real sketchy when it comes to recruiting. You know, so trying to get people off. Facts. People will lie to you, will lie directly to you. They will not respond to you. They will flex you. You know what I'm saying? Low saying, fuck them. But, you know what I'm saying? In order to grow, you need some yeses to, to come around. <laughs> so, you know. But, yeah, that's all um, I pretty much got, man. I just appreciate every body you know what i'm saying even you know what i'm saying in my these down couple of months that we've been having you know people still been you know whether it's one download a day we appreciate it you know every time i see a new market pop up without dropping the episode i get extremely excited about that man is you know i guess i'm gonna put my feet back on the ground with it you know so i got some other stuff that i'm working with 
you know what I'm saying, as far as like content creations, you know what I'm saying, like I talked about the production company. We're going to talk about all of that, all the like new ideas and shit I've been sitting on that I haven't explored yet, but you know, it's time to get, it's time to work, you know. Um, I think I've spent enough time, you know what I'm saying, trying to pick myself up, trying to figure all that shit out, so it's time to get starting to start shooting in the gym. I heard that. And I appreciate y'all again, man, for, you know, for even adjusting the schedule and having, having me on. I mean, now this is a great one. Um, of course, find us everywhere. Shot versus Smiles, Music Impulse, Young Core Urban on YouTube and on social. And that's pretty much it, man. I mean, like I said, once, like, we already streaming on the Facebook page. If you're a fan of the Facebook page, cool. That means you're going to get this episode. Once it comes out, you will get an alert um, that the new episode is dropped. That makes it pretty dope. Like I said, Ramel, just hit me up. I'll, uh, tell you what to do on that yeah because um, i definitely want to get a, a facebook chat popping because I, I don't have a personal facebook myself never had one but at least i think it one i had to create one to get the business side of this going yeah but i'm never on it so i don't pretty much know exactly what the fuck to do it just be a bunch of stuff. i just be getting a bunch of suggestive emails and shit I mean, like, I don't yeah that, yeah that's what it's gonna do if you don't properly set it up like with pictures or whatever um, also, Pegasus City Saints Pod, we got one uh, cooking this week. Um, it's the only time I talk about wrestling for real. Um, we're going to plan what we're going to do for WrestleMania weekend. There's a lot of stuff happening. Like, Are y'all going? Honor. Uh, Mania, I don't know if me and my boy soon are going. He's not, he's not a WWE person, but all the local shows like Ring of Honor and all that other stuff, we're going to try to get that up. I think my nephew has actually got tickets to the show. I think he'll be from he's living in Atlanta. I think he'll be here for it. Yeah, so I'm gonna I might go. I don't know. It's, it's up in the air for me. Um, but I know hundred percent uh <laughs> I'm gonna be at these local events um either after Mania or before WrestleMania weekend. So yeah. So yeah, I got that going. And like I said, just like I said, just follow us. Um, Ramel, everybody else who was mentioned on the show, like I said, we're cooking, yeah. Um, just remember, like us, we're building creative, so we fighting algorithms more than anything, you know what I'm saying? So, if you can, you know, what I'm saying, share whatever that we post, if you can like it, if you can rate us on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, that goes Spotify has a new ranking system now. Well, uh, so all that shit helps in the push to get us to where. We need to go. You know what I'm saying? We are a service to others. We're a voice for others. And um, if you enjoy one episode, I'm pretty sure you enjoy what each one of us bring to the table individually. But you know what I'm saying? This core group of people that I mentioned, we're going to be building. Let's go. Yeah, that's episode do six. Um, I usually have like a ball player. I think the only person I can think of as number 26 was Kyle Corbett. So I guess it's a Kyle Corbett episode. You know what I'm saying? That white boy used to be the shooter of all shooters. Didn't Clint Porter's what, 26? I believe he did. <laughs> I believe he put 26 too. And hey, Rod Wilson. So, yeah, we got three of them. Yeah, we got a good good amount of 26s right here. Oh, so, yeah. all right. Episode do six, and we out. Peace.